Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. I'm Christina. And I'm Kaylee. And we've been wanting to do this for so long, but have been... A long time. Yeah, kind of putting it off, not gonna lie. We are a Christian podcast, so hopefully we can encourage you, and you can get something from every one that we upload. So I finally came to Christy tonight, and I was like, we need to do this podcast. And she's like, no, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, come on, we just we just gotta do it. It's scary. It's, it is. It's it scary is. to try things that are new. And it's different because we're literally recording our voices and looking at each other talking. But I'm like, yeah. we just need to do it. So we started a few testers and then she's like, this is great. Let's do it. So that's where yeah. we are now. So first we're going to give you a little bit about our background. Um, we're just kind of, you know, going to tell you guys a little bit about us. Mm -hmm. um, our parents met on a blind date and their first date was in church. And it, we are still going to that church today. I've been there my entire life. You've been there yeah. your entire life. Um, we grew up in the church, and we're just going to share with you a few things that um, are really important with us in our relationship with the Lord. Also, going along with this story, we might jump back and forth, but a lot of things about us, which is what we're going to get to, so you can get a little feel of who we are and everything, is that we grew up in church, and um, our pastor, ever since we were little, wanted us to sing in church, and it was just this great old big deal like he wanted us to sing and yeah he had a dream honestly and it came true he like he prayed for us to be able to like get up as sisters we have um you know two other sisters other than us too mm -hmm. and um we all sing in church and that's where we learned to sing and I've been singing in church since I was eight been and starting from scratch singing parts and it was crazy my youngest yeah. sister started when she was four and I started when I was nine um yeah so basically um we're just gonna go through this the, the way we grew up in church, I honestly, I love the way that I grew up. Um, I know that a lot of kids struggle with growing up in church because either their parents are too strict or their parents aren't strict enough or something like that. And then, you know, they don't really see God like they mm -hmm. should have been. You or know? they're just doing it because they're doing it their parents want them to. Yeah. Okay, so that's another thing that I want to say is because one thing that, you know really touches me in a way is I know for a fact that when, even though my parents, like, they didn't make me go to church. Like, it's just something we did. And I know that there, there was, was no question about it. Yeah. Like, no there was a time of... in my life where I was like, this is what I want to do. It wasn't because of my parents. You, there has to be a time in your life where it, there's a personal choice that you decide to walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like every Sunday and Wednesday, Wednesday night, because we go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Sunday school, Wednesday night, any other special things, um, we always go for it, so we're really faithful in that area, um, but every morning when we'd wake up for church, or that night when we'd have to go to church, it was no question, we just got up and got ready, like, it was yeah. to us that something that we wanted to do, and our parents always told us from when we were little that we're not making you do this, it's your choice, so... Yeah, I liked how our parents did that. I feel like a lot of kids are raised thinking that they're made to do that something. That they're pushed to, and then it makes them not really want to do it anymore. Yeah. So, so we, yeah, love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so one of the, some of the most important things to us that we learned while we were growing up is one that stands out to me the most, at least, is being kind and having compassion to others. Doesn't matter their race, their religion, their politics, anything like that. Um, Jude one twenty two, and we encourage you to look this up in the Bible yourself. Um, Jude one twenty two says, and if some having compassion making a difference. If you can just do the simplest of things and do something kind for someone each day, it can make a huge difference in their life. And especially if they're a non-Christian and all of a sudden, you know, you, you're just, you know, you do something little for them that day and they're like, why did you do that for me? I don't understand. You know, they could take that and be like, oh, maybe, maybe Jesus is the way, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's even, like, people in our church, like, older ladies that have more health issues and all this stuff, and if you go up to them at Christmas time and just hand them a Christmas card, they'll almost start crying because they're saying, I didn't think you cared for me, all this stuff. Especially and coming from a younger generation. It's, yeah, because this generation, and Selfish. this is coming from us, like, yeah. we're in this generation right now, they don't care, they're very disrespectful to people, and that's something that, like, especially growing up in church, has taught us these values of manners and being polite and respecting authority and um, not just authority like even just your like your peers around you like you should treat everyone with the same amount of respect as they treat you but almost a little bit more because you want them to know that you care about that person you and know? we all know the good saying that our mom taught us from when we were little to yeah, others as, as they would do, do to, to you, you so. i would say treat others like you would want to be treated but yeah. same same principle um the second thing that really stood out especially for me is giving God complete control. Um, recently my life has done a complete flip-flop. Maybe we can get into that a different time, but I noticed when I thought that I was giving God control, I wasn't really giving God control until he changed something in my life and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. So I think that one of the most important things is giving God complete control of your life and trusting in everything that he's doing for you. Yeah, that's one thing with me, too, because I find myself a lot of times taking my focus off God in a way that's like, am I setting my priorities straight? If something, let's just say, especially, like, if something in my life, if I'm mentally amazing, like, physically, I'm not. I'm just, like, you know, but, like, or if I'm, like, spiritually, like, on point, on fire for God, I don't feel certain things, but it's, like, if you just put God first and put him spiritually first, then everything will just fall into place. God will make the way clear for you. His yeah. priority is, like, number one. If you mm -hmm. put him first then and you just trust in God, he'll do everything. Don't try to jump ahead of what you don't need in your life or try to, you know, go ahead of yourself. And you know what I'm trying to yeah. say here. We as humans tend to think that we know what's up. And... It kind of looks that way. The way the world puts things into your face, it almost makes them look like everything is perfect. But then you'll go behind the scenes and you'll you'll see the drugs and the alcohol and everything and just things that have ruined their life that if they would have just, li like, listened to the Bible. And I know that people think that's stupid, but no. Like, if you would have just stuck to the Bible and you stuck to Jesus, none of this would have happened to you if you think about it. And so in the end, we're over here living a happy life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like, not to be mean, but, like, seriously. And not saying that Christians won't have bad days and that... Because yeah. we're still human, too. We... This is just, like, our faith is in Jesus. I'm the doesn't first to mean, admit that I am a complete idiot yeah, to a lot of things. Doesn't mean we won't, like, screw up in our lives. Like, that's not... Like, yeah. everyone's human. Um, 
I just was going to say this that I wrote down from today in um, chapel. Um, our pastor said, set your priorities in order and focus on growing spiritually now. And then God will lead you where you need to go in the future. Yeah. And that's a big thing in putting trust in God. And my sole verse that I kind of go off is is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which is, Trust, trust in the Lord, Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. And all the ways acknowledge him, and he will direct you. If you acknowledge God, it's such a self-explanatory verse. It literally says, he will direct thy path. You know, if you want to go in the will of God, which, you know, you need to create, first of all, you need to create a burning and, like, a zealous desire that yeah. you just want to serve the Lord. And, you know, like, that is something that I want to do. I worry about so much. Am I going in the wrong direction? Do I, Am I on point? Am I the person that I need to be? Which sounds like a lot of pressure, but in the end, if you're just trusting God and following what He wants you to do, you're fine. It's actually very simple. If you just trust in God, He will literally It's actually harder to do, though, than, than, than it sounds. Sayings, yeah. But... but it's very simple if you actually just think about it. Like, you don't need to worry about what everything don't, else in your life. Just trust God. and like It's harder than it seems, but if you would just do it, it's simple to understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next thing that um, obviously is a very influential into our lives is prayer and Bible study. And I'm not just talking reading your Bible. I hear people all the time say, read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. Well, you can read your Bible every single day, but if you're not comprehending it and listening to what God is trying to tell you, it's not going to help you. If you're not digging in deep into his word, it's not going to help you. And prayer the same. God's way of speaking to us is through his word. And Mm -hmm. prayer is our way of speaking to him and asking for our wants and he will provide for our needs. He says that. So something that that's, that's just so important to understand is I don't think many people understand, yes, it's good to read God's word, but are you applying it? Are you comprehending it? Are you understanding it? Even if you read God's word, like, or how am I trying to say this? It's like you read God's word and everything, but also you need to just remember to pray. You need to pour out your heart to God and give him. Prayer is so important and is so underrated. I feel like people don't, like, tell you that you need to do it as much as others. Like, oh yeah, I prayed for my food today. Like, like I prayed three times today. But like, are you going throughout your day and are you praying about the simplest things? I know our teacher always is like, That's what did, I you, did you, yeah, okay, so go ahead. Did you pray about your outfit this morning? Did, did you pray you, about the little things? Did, did you, you think, what did you thank God for this morning? And yes. I love that quote is, what if you only woke up today with what you thank God for yesterday? Yeah. I think that's so great. We grew up in a Christian school, too. So thankful for it. I loved our Christian school. I'm actually graduating this year. It's kind of sad. But, um, you know, it is so important. You know, when when you do graduate, your teacher's not going to be there to be like, did you pray? Did you read your Bible this morning? And is the only reason you're praying and reading your Bible is because, you know, your teacher's going to ask you, your mom or dad ask you. like, Yeah, do it because you know it's right, not because you know others think it's right. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. And what that means is, obviously, just don't stop praying. Sometimes I just, like, catch myself, like, literally just talking to God, which is so good to get in the habit of, okay, God wants to hear from you so much, and just pray. <laughs> Seriously, the other day, um, I was upstairs at our church, and Christy was talking to my pastor, and I was just upstairs waiting, 
And I was sitting there and I'm like, what am I going to do for like this 20 minutes that I'm sitting up here? And then I was like, I'm just going to pray. And so when Christy came back and she was like, what'd you do while you were up there? And I was like, I prayed. And she was like, wow. <laughs> I was <laughs> Not like, that I was surprised, but like, I just feel like not many people get that. It was the perfect scene though, because I was sitting in the auditorium with the big cross in front of me, with the snow flying outside the window, just looking outside and thinking of God and everything. And like, it was just the perfect scene to just pour my heart out to God. And it was just, it was really great. Yeah, we should share the experience. Um, we had an ACT class last year. And one, um, during that ACT class, our one of our really, really good friends, Hannah, started having these really bad chest pains. And, um, you know, it, it kind of wasn't that big of a deal at first, but um, she kind of went out of the class. She, like, walked out of the classroom, and they were getting worse and worse and worse, and she was saying that she couldn't breathe. So she was sitting on the back of the auditorium, and um, Mrs. Cece, one of our teachers, she was, like, helping her or whatever, and we just started getting scared because we had no... She could barely walk. That's how hard it was for her to, like, breathe. Mm -hmm. And we, you know... She's young. She's one of our close friends. We never thought this would have happened. Also, mind you, it was, like, kind of wintry outside. Like, it was yeah, snowing. It was the snowing. roads were kind yeah. of crappy. So it was, like, not a good situation. Yeah. And so, all of a sudden, our... Basically, our entire class, me, Kaylee, and, um... One of our really, really good friends, Emma. Love her. And love Nathan, you, Emma. <laughs> we all went to the altar, and we literally... Because we were, we were so scared, because we had no idea what was going on. She couldn't breathe or whatever. Um... We went to the altar of the auditorium, and we all were crying because we had no idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. And she just kept saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, and she couldn't walk, so we couldn't get her anywhere. And um, we started crying and praying, and I just remember Emma was so deep into prayer that she was, like, literally, like, laying on the ground, sobbing, begging God to, like, take this pain away from her. And me and Nathan and you were, like, si sitting there just, like, kneeling at the crossing, you know, just praying. And, like... I've never felt that before. We've never... Other than, like, one time. One other time. When Mrs. C was having, like, really bad yeah. health issues. But you... Prayer really can bring people together. And not in a way that it's, like... I don't you, know. You know, you hear that saying of family that prays together stays together. It's but true. But genuinely, in that moment of time, that group of friends, me, Christy, Emma, and Nathan, never came together and unified more than so in that much. one moment. We, I don't think that, that, not really like a bonding moment, but we knew. No, because we were all bonding, but through God, which was like incredible. And obviously we were scared. We wanted her to be safe, you know. And so basically they took her to the hospital and they, they figured out the problem. And the next day, I never realized how much I took for granted my friends until exactly. that happened to one of my, you know, really good friends. It's, like, so sad if you think about it. That's why another thing, going back to the kindness thing, it is so important to be kind. You do not know when the last time some you're going to see someone. You're not God. You have no idea if the last word that you say to someone is going to be hurtful. And you don't want it to be. No one's mm -hmm. going to want that on their conscience. Yeah. So, you know... Be grateful and be thankful for what you are in this mo for what you have in this moment. Because honestly, in that moment of time, we didn't know what was going to happen. So for us to all just, we didn't look at each other and be like, okay, we, we need to go pray. We no, just went we and just did went. it on it our own. It was just like an automatic, like, this is what we need to do. 
And we unified together and we prayed, earnestly praying and crying out, to, literally crying out to God. Saying, please, God. Okay, like, this is another thing, though. Don't just pray when something bad happens. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, something that a lot of people do. They're, like, they're like ignoring God, the, like, their entire life and then something bad happens or something doesn't go their way and they're like, God, give me what I want. You know, it's like, that's not how it works. God wants to hear from you all the time, just not when, you know, it's and, like, I need to listen you. to my own advice because, like, seriously, we, we both do because we know this, but do we actually apply it? That's something that you have to work on with God every single day. You need to keep your fellowship with him through his word and through prayer. Also, can I just do a little shout out here? Um, amazing book. I haven't read it yet. It's still on my list. I've to read, read that. It is so good. It's called Exploiting Prayer, and it's by Dr. Jack Hiles. Exploring Prayer. Yeah, Exploring Prayer. Oh. Did you I say read exploring? that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. No, it's by Dr. Jack Hiles, and I've, I read the first chapter, but I just need to, like, sit down and actually get, like, engrossed into mm-hmm. it. But it's, like,. It talks about different kinds of prayer. Um, let's see. It's just a really good book in general to help you, you know, keep praying and, like... Mm-hmm. How God can just, like... It convicts you, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing, and I think this is our last thing, is, you know, share the gospel. I feel that this is not... As, you know, I don't feel like it's pushed enough in our churches today. It definitely is in our church. But, like, I've noticed a lot in other churches that they don't push to share the gospel as much as I I know that we have. You know, sharing the gospel is so incredibly important. You're literally giving, you know, you're literally being a witness to someone saying, I'm trying to help you to get to heaven. You know, Mm -hmm. trust in God. You know? Yeah. Also, like, people, people, too, like, don't really, like, um, get this as much in the Bible that God is doing this. Mm -hmm. It's a great commission. That's his commission is to go into the world and to preach the gospel. Like, he literally died for this purpose. To tell. To tell others. To just serve him and tell others about him is the best way that we could actually glorify him. I don't remember the exact uh, reference of this verse, but I I do remember it says, go and tell. Mm -hmm. Go and tell. Tell people about Jesus. You know, don't be a a hidden Christian. Don't be ashamed of what you know is true. Also, another thing that I kind of love is that a lot of people, you might think today in the world that, ooh, I don't want to go tell people that it's the society, all that stuff like that. Like, I don't want to get involved with people getting mad or the confrontation of if someone doesn't want to accept Jesus, all that stuff like that. But, like, honestly, there's probably someone, I know there is someone in the world that never heard of anything like this before. And there's many, so many experiences that I've heard of and that I've had that people just, like, generally stop and cry, and they thank you for this, what you've just shared to them. Because they've never heard it. They've never heard it. Of course, they've heard of God and of, like, you know, Adam and Eve, but, like, they've never heard heard it it in that aspect before, which is really amazing. And also, like, um, I see this, too. How am I acting and how am I being to reflect Jesus? Like, am I, uh... Am I doing what the Lord would want me in the way that I would act? Because there's that quote that says, 
you might be the only Bible someone sees, whether yes. it's in your family or out in the world. If they know you're a Christian, and but they don't know the, all the principles and everything behind it, but they see you and the way that you're acting, and is it glorifying Christ? And if it is, that could be the reason that someone does turn to Christ. Exactly. And it's just, it's amazing. That's, like, another thing that, like, again, going back to compassion and kindness, that's how you can, like, show your kindness through others. You know, don't be kind or show compassion to someone to gain glory for yourself. Be like, no, I did this mm-hmm. because the Bible said I should do this. Be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Like, I'm not good with references, obviously, but, like, obviously these scriptures really are stuck into me because, like, they I... stand out to Yeah, you. they stand out to me because I firmly believe in them. And even if you aren't a Christian and you're listening to this for some strange reason, you know that that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Like... I'm just going to say just, like, a little encouraging thing, um, just kind of going off of, like, memorizing scripture and everything. This is not really for memorizing, but me and Christy started this new thing where um, it's this big, long list of verses, and just daily you write out, like, three verses probably at the most, Mm -hmm. and it's just from all this, like, from different chapters and everything, and it's, like, really awesome because you get to write out God's word. It literally says, take ten minutes a day, ten minutes or less. To write out God's word and try, you know, this actually made me realize how much I was missing from just reading my Bible. Mm-hmm. It's because I, like, when I, you write it down and then you reread it, you're like, I mean, oh, wow, you know? You could read a lot from God's word, too. Like, oh, I read, like, ten chapters today, but then... Yeah, what'd you learn In the from long it? run, <laughs> what did you actually learn from it? So, I think this is amazing, too, if you're just to starting... To be content. <laughs> if you're just starting to, like, read the Bible, is to um, get one of these, like... You probably find them get, online. You can get so many different, like, uh, Bible study plans and, like, learning the Just Bible. Just three you know? verses and study over those three verses and really grasp what the Bible's saying. It's better to read one verse and get so much from it than read ten chapters and get nothing because you are so worried about reading ten so chapters. So this is why it's amazing because I'm writing out these verses and then I'm like, whoa, I didn't really, like... I look, overlooked this in my Bible reading or, like, I've never really realized that before and it just... It's a really blessing to, like, your heart. Mm-hmm. We're also going to talk on the subject of the King James Bible. We firmly believe in the King James Bible. It is the pure word of God. It is the original word of God. Um, Whether you use a different translation or not, uh, we use King James because we believe that this is the only word of God. Um, The Bible says, uh, let me pull it up here. It says, every word of God is pure. Hold on. I'm trying to think of it. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto him, unto them that put their trust in him. So, if it's pure, like, you should not touch God's word. Like, you kind of don't have that right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what we believe in. We believe, like, we were raised that way, and we, we just believe the King James Bible. So, yeah. The Bible says to prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. So everything you believe in and everything you stand for, especially in the Bible, you should be able to prove with, you know, a verse and say, I do this because this is what the Bible says, Mm -hmm. you know? Not because, like, is this what I'm doing? Is this scriptural or not? I feel like a lot of times people look at Christians and think, oh, they're stuck up because, you know, they wear dresses or, you know... They, they do this, and they do that, and they live by these principles. It's like, no, I'm just living by God's word, and that's the way God intended it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's not coming at anyone by any means. 
that's just firmly how we believe, and we just want to put that out there. And even if you are listening to this and you don't, like, 100%, like, you know... Agree. Agree with everything, just, like, this is just two girls sitting in their bedroom just trying to make a podcast, like, trying to just get out what we believe, and, like, I just think that if anyone's listening to this and, like, you know... At least take it into consideration. Yeah, like, you don't have to believe, like, even a lot of people when you're, You know, there's free will for a reason. You don't have to believe this way, but you really should. (laughs) Even when you're, like, out sewing and stuff with people, it's like, I understand that you don't believe in God, but, like, if you ever want to come visit us at our church or something... We would would, still love to have you. We would still love to have you. And not be like... I feel like people still, too, even when you say that, people are like, what, so, you know, so I can make your church larger or something like that? No, like... We really just want the best for you. <laughs> Honestly, and a lot of times I say, too, is, like, you can come if you want to just to see what our religion's about and if you maybe you want to do this, you yeah. know what I and mean? and I think that another cool podcast to do would be, like, False Religion, which is a touchy subject, but, you know... We have a lot of stuff planned out for this podcast. Yeah, there's a lot, way. okay? It's not just gonna be stuff that's convicting and, like... You We're going to make it fun. Like, I think this, we'll get into, like, other stuff, um, which yeah. is more of, like, low-key, but this is just kind of like an intro episode. This is kind of what you can expect from us. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty much all that we have to discuss right now. This is just our intro, so we will be doing so many more podcasts on a variety of subjects. The Bible's a really long book, so, you know... We have a lot to talk also, through. Also, we're going to be going in more into depth on what Abide is going to be about because I know we didn't really touch on it a lot. This is Why just we're called of, Abide. We're just, we're going to get into that a little bit more, but since this is our first episode and we're just kind of trying things out and seeing if this is going to work out, um, I hope you guys did like and enjoy this mm-hmm. and make sure you just trust in God always. (laughs) Just do good. Just do, yeah, stay good. I say that to everyone. I'm just like, stay good. Yep. That's all you can do. We love you guys so much. Please subscribe to this podcast and we'd love to have you back. Bye. Bye.